3: From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast
2: Center.
0: Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So Nikki Haley popped in the polls in New Hampshire. Popped is in...
3: Oh, live team coverage.
0: Popped as in she's like low double digits and still 30 behind points behind Trump. But she is ahead of DeSantis, and now she seems like the clear second choice. Her vibes, as people now refer to this sort of stuff, are uh, better than DeSantis'. Does everybody turn their attention on her? Remember last debate, like everybody was beating up on Vivek. Uh, yeah. does everybody? Good luck trying to beat up on her. She's good and i don't know how you're going to attack her i i might actually uh, come out for a candidate which i just i just generally don't do but like her yesterday uh writing that op-ed for wherever it was about how we need to move back the age of social security here's my plan we're going to start it next year's blah blah won't affect young people wow. but, but yeah wow. yeah absolutely she's the only one speaking truth republicans and democrats spend too much we need to reform social security uh these abortion bans we're never going to get elected if we do this She's the only one that's actually talking like a grown-up to me. I th- I'm
3: very very impressed by Nikki Haley. Um, you know, I I almost threw in the I don't agree with her on everything, but if. You're a cultist if you agree with somebody yeah. on everything. That's a
0: ridiculous standard, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't things are so crazy right now the whole it would take this or that to derail Trump, right? Things are so nuts now. I don't I'm out of the prediction business I, other than Biden isn't running.
0: I think she would beat Biden by by 30 points. <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah. She would be today Biden. As I'm persistently pointing out, six months from now, Biden is going to be significantly addled compared to oh. current Biden, who is significantly addled compared to like Christmas time last year Biden.
0: Oh, yeah. Biden next year at this time is going to be in a chair with a shawl eating jello. Come on now. <laughs> Come on.
3: That's unnecessarily frank, but uh, I don't disagree. In other news. Um, I just saw a a woman who's a reporter for, I think, the Washington Examiner uh, reporting on the border right now, uh, driving long, videotaping a line of people, thousands of people long, marching uh, northward through a city right on the border across from Eagle Pass. So they're still in Mexico, but there are thousands of them marching toward the border. She just posted this video. That situation ain't over.
0: So I did see on one of the Fox channels that immigration is going to be one of the topics for tonight's debate. It certainly ought to be, and I'll be interested to see what people have to say about it. The border is secure. Of course, they'll ask it from the liberal perspective, probably, even though it's Fox. A person drowned a week ago. What can you do to protect these people as they try to come into the country?
3: I'll bet you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong. At least in terms of Dana Perino. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're wrong, too. Anyway, um, I thought this was so interesting. I've been banging this drum for a while. Uh Partly because I, I volunteered in classrooms and helped kids learn to read. I uh, Judy and I taught three of our children, our three children, not three of our children. The fourth one we didn't give a damn about. No, we, we taught our three children to read. It was one of the most rewarding experiences I or any other human being will ever have in our lives. And uh, and I can't remember when it was, but at some point in the 90s, it started then really caught fire in the early 2000s. Let's get rid of phonics. Let's go with this trendy new thing we've developed. And I saw it and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. This is not going to work. And my God, we're abandoning what works in favor of what sounds good. As Thomas Sowell put it so well. I thought it was remarkable that NBC News, no conservative stalwart, had a great report the other day. Uh, you're going to hear the voice of Rahema. I think her name is Ellis reporting. Let's just start with 90, Michael.
4: In rural Mississippi, students are getting back to basics, learning to read with an emphasis on phonics, like kids did decades ago. Short E says what? Eh. It's a major shift introduced two years ago by Dr. Melissa McCray, the former principal here at McLaurin Elementary School. It began after she realized how many of her fourth graders could not read at grade level. We were about 14% proficient. 14%? yes so we knew immediately that we had to do something to make a change in our building the change was dramatic we were not explicitly teaching uh the components of reading so before we
3: get into more of the particulars as usual this is a story about people and it is astonishing to me the how educators are so prone to fads and the question you might ask is all right how badly would something have to fail before they realized what they're advocating is a fad and there's no like scientific basis for it how about 14% proficiency
0: well i realized uh, several years ago with uh, one of my kids when he was trying to pronounce a word i said sound it out and it it, it was clear to me he didn't know what that meant it's so ingrained in me the idea right. it's like it almost feels like you're born with the idea of sound it out well, that was new to him. How interesting! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not the way you sight words. That's the way my my Sam learned. It they show you the whole word, and you're supposed to take it in at once. And somebody decided that was better. And, and maybe I, a picture is a clue. Oh, I think they get into that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next clip, Michael.
4: The overhaul included retraining teachers, small group instruction, and tracking individual progress. Class in our bow. They mostly left behind an approach commonly known as balanced literacy, adopted by many schools nationwide and facing growing criticism. It emphasized clues like pictures to understand a story and de-emphasized phonics. For example, in a picture book, if a line reads, The Sheep Wakes Up, The school says a child who's never seen sheep may say the dog wakes up. The child has the basic idea of an animal, but take away the pictures and the student struggles to read. Pig! What? This was a cult. (laughs) It was an utterly illogical
0: cult. What? (sighs) Roll on. How do things like this? Hang on. Is it? We got some texts about this yesterday. The suggesting that it's purely profit motivated, and that there's that. If you come up with a new plan, then you can sell new books and new teaching stuff and everything like that. But okay, there's that. But how could anybody possibly think that
4: was a better
0: idea than yeah. sh, the sh sound and the eep sound? Okay. So it
3: reminds me of, uh, cutting close to home, Jack, is uh, why are men's golf shorts short, and then they're longer, then they're short again? Well, of course, it's because global warming in the shape of the golf ball. No, it's so you'll buy more damn shorts. So that is a component mm, in it. That's a good point. The only reason, yeah, that's a good point. Plus, you got these gurus. As we, I think we were discussing this yesterday. If you come in as a PhD in education, and you say, you know, phonics works great. We're sticking with it. Well, then, why did you bother getting all that education, right? <laughs> You've got to innovate. You got to come up with something new and exciting. And then you're senior celebrated as a great guru of education for introducing this new concept of balanced literacy. And people get all enthusiastic about the latest trend slash cult. And you just failed to teach millions of kids to read for a generation. Other than that, there's really no downside.
0: This whole idea that they're always throwing around, urban kids have never seen a sheep. Everybody's got the you pulled it, the sheep says, bah, or how many books, how many kids' books have a sheep in them? Or cartoons, nice. or whatever. Yeah, it's
3: absurd <laughs> on its face. I've never been to the Taj Mahal, but I've seen pictures, I get it. Uh, next clip.
4: Today, teachers here focus on the science of reading. What's Imagine. your freebie? That includes explicitly teaching phonics, fluency, and sounding out words. What's been the impact on the children? You know, I've seen students who felt like they couldn't do it. And then once we started to implement a structured reading program, it went from I can't do it to I can do it, I am doing it.
3: There's commonality there. Now they're focusing on the science of reading as opposed to what? the fad it reminds me very much of how europe is now on the whole transgender kids tragedy they're now saying hey we only uh, we only recommend treatments based on the data what works what doesn't what are the outcomes don't come to me with a child knows who they are no no let's talk about scientific data here please So now, gosh, when you look at the scientific data on reading, it's phonics.
0: You know, it occurs to me, because I know this through my 11-year-old, if you don't look at words through phonics, that would explain a lot of spelling difficulties because it goes the other direction. So now I know the word. How do you spell it? Well, I haven't learned anything about letters making sounds. Sure. I don't have the slightest
4: idea how to spell it. Right. Final clip. Now used throughout the district, officials say it's making a difference. Last year, system-wide, 65% of elementary school students reached reading proficiency. It's just amazing
0: to me to see, just to see the light bulbs turn on, to see them soak up. All of the knowledge that's being poured into them.
4: Teachers now on a new course, narrowing the reading gap word by word. I'm
0: disgusted by the tone
4: of voice there. I mean,
0: I understand why. A new
4: course?
0: I understand why they're happy little kids are now learning to read. Me too. But the the tone of voice should have been, you know, slap your head that we ever got off track. That should be the tone of voice. Absolutely. The tragedy of what
3: was wrought on those generations of kids. Yeah, this new track that we're on was used successfully for 75 years.
0: Wow, that is really interesting. The world of education has
3: lost its freaking mind. For reasons that i i can't really diagnose, but i 'll bet a lot of y'all can unfortunately, the teachers are all in the classroom right now, although maybe you're listening in the future on a podcast. drop us a line what the hell how can you, how can a profession, an industry, an avocation, a mission gets so off track. Mailbag at com is the email address. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com.
0: Well, I'm disgusted that I didn't trust my intuition more because I thought it was crap when my kids were doing this when they were little. Like, what is this? This is the way we learn to read it, one word at a time, and you'd hold up the whole word, and they're supposed to take it in all at once. Right. Um, Here's a question
3: for you on Common Core Math. Because there are some kids who react well to it, they learn well to it, with it. There are many kids who are utterly mystified by Common Core math. Why don't we take, like, two hours at the beginning of the school year and assess, all right, which kids learn better in this style, which kids learn better in that style? As opposed to, this is the hot new thing, this is the fad, this is the cult, everybody's got to do this. What the hell is that tendency? Ugh. It's and as I often say, it's emotionalism over data. It's emotionalism over uh, uh, outcomes. It's emotionalism over uh, logic. That's the great divide, I think, in America. Does this work or not?
0: Yeah, end of of screed. That's very frustrating. Um, Do I want to hit that or not? Uh, I don't. Trying to think of what is I want to talk about. Why
3: don't we grab a break and think about the things we've done?
0: Boy, the number of Democratic senators saying Menendez has got to step down. S- U.S. senators in his own party. If I were Menendez, I absolutely would not. Oh, I will explain. I want to hear this. Yes, Joe huh? in favor of ill-gotten gold bars. Stay tuned. <laughs>
4: Armstrong and Getty.
2: at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. As we rolled there was a breakdown.
0: moonlight hit... I would be yeah, for re-election, sir. As I said, I'm here to do the work of the people of the Jersey. Why Thank won't you resign, nice. sir? Senator? Because minutes. I'm innocent. What's wrong with you guys? Where's why the why were there gold bars down? there? What's wrong with you guys, says Senator Bob Menendez when asked, why won't you resign? Because I'm innocent. What's wrong with you guys? I'm going to continue to do the good work of the people of New Jersey. Well, his fellow U.S. senator, there are two in every state. I don't know if you remember that from fifth grade.
3: An interesting Um, system.
0: Hmm. (laughs) His fellow U.S. Senator Cory Booker said yesterday that his co-Senator, co-New Jersey's whatever, um, <laughs> counterpart, should uh, resign. So that mm. brings it to 17, unless some more have added on today, Democrats in the U.S. Senate who have said he should resign, which is kind of an interesting question. I took in a good podcast on this yesterday from a bunch of conservatives who are pretty conflicted on the whether he should resign or not, because if we get into a habit, obviously, of you got to resign if there are accusations then we have basically a heckler's veto over everybody's job at every level. If you're accused, you got to quit.
3: I'm reminded of the uh, Russell Brand situation where a couple of women came out and said uh, he sexually assaulted us years and years ago, and he was immediately demonetized on, was it, YouTube? Um in the face of mere allegations troubling though they were i don't i don't like that system at all now you don't as a society you don't have to presume innocence until proven guilty that's a that's a legal thing that's a court thing that's the government trying to prove a case and take away your freedom but you know if i see somebody stab somebody to death on the sidewalk in front of me i'm not going to presume that person is innocent until the state proves them guilty i know they're guilty so it depends on the situation. But if I'm Bob Menendez, I don't I don't resign for the reason he gave. I'm innocent. You look guilty if you resign. Plus I could use the paychecks coming in cuz my legal bills are going to be nasty.
0: How about the parties individually and in their ability to force you to resign because they have one interest winning elections, right? Right?
3: And it's possible he would win re-election because I think he's up for election next year, right?
0: I don't, I don't know that.
3: Yeah, twenty twenty-four. Um, and and the Democrats are terrified that he'll end up winning the primary and being the candidate, and then you know, be in leg irons <laughs> and and lose to a Republican in what has been a very very safe seat. So that's all they care about.
0: Why would you? Why would you stick it out? Well, you could
3: use the paychecks, and it makes you look innocent. You say, of course I'm not going to resign. I didn't do anything wrong. What does it look like if you say, all right, I'll quit? It looks guilty.
0: Well, that's his uh, other New Jersey Senator, Cory Booker, said stepping down is not an admission of guilt, but an acknowledgement that holding public office often demands tremendous sacrifices at great personal costs.
3: (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. I held back for a minute. Cory Booker's full of you-know-what. I wish I could use the word,
0: although I do think, well, I don't know. But was there a time when politicians felt like, no, the office is the important thing, not just, you know, my reputation or whatever. And this particular office, the senator from New Jersey deserves to have somebody that's not under a cloud that can accomplish more for the state. You could make that argument. I don't know how many people would buy it. But
3: first of all, let me say that your Socratic method in this segment is terrific. You're questioning each of the points of view, and it's, it's good. It's stimulating. I like it. I'm, I'm not kidding. Um, it, it, it's back to your point about the heckler's veto. It would just be too easy to drive people out of office through false accusations, especially in this era of deep fakes. Too easy. <laughs> I
0: particularly liked your hand gestures on <laughs> I'm deep
3: sorry, fakes. Sorry, it's radio. Yes, deep fakes. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Armstrong and Getty.
2: at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Look out. Hi, my name is Quinley Rose. I'm a bearded woman. Since growing and learning, I've been able to see role models who live as their highest, most authentic self. As a baby tran, I saw that through drag queens. To see someone in bearded excellence and understand what it means to be prissy and to feel feminine in your body hair that was really important for me
0: as a as a baby tran it's important to feel prissy in your body hair they were uh influenced by uh drag queens and it helped them become their authentic true self hmm all right all right
3: congratulations that's quinley rose fell in a dress uh, Toronto Globe and Mail had an article recently, uh, the road to gender-affirming care is complex and expensive. Even if something is big C covered, it's not little C covered, and it goes into the, the various procedures and the costs. And uh, it's it's something. Uh, but this reaction from this woman who's a Canadian uh, writer, I thought was just so good. I'll go ahead and let her you know, have the floor. She writes, uh, this article is next level bonkers, opens with a sob story about a delusional woman who thinks she's sexless and therefore needs to have her breasts cut off and her chest sculpted into a more masculine shape. Now, again, this is a woman who thinks she has no sex and wants her breasts cut
0: off Has no gender. Is that the term you're supposed to use or?
3: I don't care what term I'm supposed to use, but well, I mean, yeah, I
0: think that's well. She no, she identifies as
3: a gender. I think okay. without a gender. Um, but Ontario Health would only cover the sixty five hundred dollars uh, cost of removing her perfectly health, healthy breasts, and not the additional thirty five hundred dollar cost of the sculpting. So she had to raise money on GoFundMe. Next, the article plunges into the realm of the truly bizarre, listing all of the procedures necessary for a transgender person to become their true, authentic self. These include facial feminization surgery at the cost of $15,000, vocal surgeries, voice training for $150 an hour, and body contouring such as liposuction. Then there's the inconvenience of there being only three clinics in the whole country willing to s- create surgical wound cavities out of amputated penises. Ah! Why are or you saying these words? Because gender affirming care is a euphemism for something that's horrible in a lot of cases.
0: Wound cavities. <clears throat>
3: Uh, out of amputated penises or offering the service of stripping the skin of a mentally ill woman's forearm and using the tissue to fashion a pseudo-penis that is then attached to her
0: groin. That ain't going to be a very functional penis. It ain't going to do the stuff you want it to do. No.
3: It is suggested that these procedures are, quote, medically necessary and ought to be covered because they are life-saving care, but no evidence is provided to support this latter claim. But here's the thing, she writes. If your true authentic self requires tens of thousands of dollars worth of surgeries, voice training classes, genital amputation, or having a non-functional appendage made out of your forearm sewn onto your groin, maybe, just maybe, it's not your true authentic self. Maybe you have a serious psychiatric condition that requires psychotherapeutic support. The atrocity, euphemistically called gender-affirming care, is not medicine. It's a ghoulish crime committed against vulnerable, mentally ill people and needs to be consigned to the dustbin of history with lobotomies, not deemed a human right celebrated and funded by the Canadian taxpayer.
0: Mm, I hope I live long enough to where this is looked back upon like lobotomies. Like what the hell was going on then?
3: so i happen to agree in the main with what she said i might phrase some of it differently uh retweets do not in, uh, you know necessarily uh include 100 percent endorsements as they say um i am also troubled on a philosophical level if i might wax philosophical for a moment
0: mm-hmm.
3: i am troubled by the notion that you would require hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of all those things being described for your body to conform to your true soul when your soul is the only thing that really matters to your soul you can be the being the human that you imagine your soul requires without your body being that same vision. I, I'm, I'm not phrasing this very well, well right. But I so think that, you can hear what I'm driving at.
0: So that would be like the um, uh, the idea of, you know, when you get into people being ableists or whatever. If you lose the ability to use your legs, you, you're not done. Your life's right. not over because that's, you know, what you wanted your body to be. No, so you know right. it's all inside you that is what you are going to be. It seems like it's a similar situation to me.
3: Here's another way to phrase it: If you were to list the ten most important things for you to be in terms of your soul, your 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 personality, your your mind.
0: <laughs> Number one, have a penis <laughs> crafted out of arm skin.
3: <laughs> That's I don't believe you're taking my premise seriously. Um, if you want to be uh kind compassionate serve others be a role model uh be be butch be athletic be you know you could get way 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 deep and you can be all of those things no matter what your body looks like and the idea that to be your authentic self you need hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of surgery that's just as she puts it bonkers are there rare cases of serious gender dysphoria that require surgical modification to, you know, to to, to cure it? Um, which brings us to another conundrum of this topic, but I will admit that it's possible. On the other hand, we're told, we're lectured that gender dysphoria is not a disease. It's not a pathology, and yet it costs uh, or it requires a tremendous number of medical procedures to rectify, then how is it not a pathology?
0: Yeah. and
3: This stuff doesn't make any sense. It's a cult, especially when you're talking about kids. For the millionth time, if you're an adult, you live the life you see fit. I have no right to tell you you're wrong. I might advise you as a friend, but then you can take or leave that advice. Uh, I'm here to address the question of pediatric sex trait modification because i don't use that other ridiculous euphemism
0: well it just seems so unlikely too that your life is going to be significantly better with uh with an with an asp an arm skin penis right. than without it um right. it just it's just really really hard to believe that that would be the case
3: yeah and i'm just familiar enough both personally and and by uh, proxy is that the way you describe it having cared about people who've gone through similar things the idea that if only this i will be happy yeah is one of the most difficult things to overcome as a human being
0: yep i was having that very discussion with my son yesterday
3: and it it takes all sorts of forms um For uh, different for all of us, if I only had this partner, if I only had this job, if I only had this wealth, if I only lived in this place, whatever trait, right? Exactly, then I would be happy. If only I had breasts and could wear a dress, I'd be happy. Um, uh, speaking uh, for the vast universe of people not entirely comfortable in their own skin at all times, work on you, don't change you. Don't 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 think that new thing's gonna make you happy. If you can find a way to embrace the fact that look, this is this is the brain I've been born with. Let's do our best with it. Let's think about the things that bring joy and satisfaction in life and chase those, as opposed to, say, getting pediatric sex trait modifications. Trust me, you're better off doing what I'm suggesting. Yeah,
0: but. I mean that that's that's all true for adults. Then you put it into the world of kids. Wow. wow. Yeah, yeah,
3: I know. It's it. This is heavy stuff, and I know plenty of people who are dealing with really difficult things, um, including some that have taken the uh, transgender route. Honestly, um,
0: and stuff to watch. So, we got a doctor shortage in this country. That's not surprising to you. We're spending oh, no. we're spending gazillions of dollars on ships that are never going to sail in our navy. And a bunch of other stuff that we can jam in to finish oh, strong. Oh, goody. <laughs> to finish strong coming up next.
4: Armstrong and Getty.
2: at purdueglobal.edu. Across
4: America, primary care doctors are increasingly hard to find. Dr. Jesse Ehrenfeld leads the American Medical Association.
3: Well, the, the problem is the number of physicians the
4: U.S. is growing is just not growing fast enough. The AMA says it takes 10 years to educate and train a physician while the population grows and ages. The AMA says more federal funding is needed to increase training slots. The average $200,000 in medical school debt must be eased and physician burnout addressed.
0: Every problem always needs to be fixed with taxpayer money. Couldn't be possibly true that the way they've changed the health care system has made it so doctors don't make near as much money as they used to. Used to be just assumed you were wealthy if you're a doctor because it was true. That's not Mm -hmm. true anymore. If you know any nope. doctors, uh, it doesn't work the same way. And uh, that couldn't be any of it. No, no, no. Taxpayers need to throw more money at something or other. To-
3: and the central planners at various medical schools limited in the number of people oh, they would graduate in various right. specialties. And so
0: that's a disaster. Anyway, wanted to get that on because that is one of the in the background giant problems we've got in this country that is going to be more and more evident as we get older and older. Here's another problem with our U.S. Navy, Michael.
2: Growing outrage that billions of dollars of taxpayer money is being sunk into Navy ships that may never be ready to go back into battle. Earlier this month, lawmakers grilling Navy officials.
0: There's really no excuse. I think it's time for a, a hair on fire task force on this issue
2: the navy is cutting down repair times but the backlog still costs taxpayers billions the navy has said each year they ask congress to retire old ships but lawmakers object because the repair work guarantees jobs in their districts and others think they need as many ships as possible no matter their condition to deter china
0: so uh yeah so the navy even asks to hey retire these ships we're never going to use them you can't because the congress people uh want to keep the jobs in their district so you keep repairing an old ship that is never going to be used with taxpayer money of course just so you got jobs this is
3: probably unconstitutional and wouldn't work anyway but is there some way we could have like the congressman from the district where they're repairing that ship has to recuse himself from the vote or the discussion of course there'd be horse trading and swapping beyond the scenes and stuff like that or anyway, but
0: Or, since I would consider this treason to your nation to be using defense dollars to fix a ship that's never going to be used when we fight China, you're a traitor to your country and you should be hung. Wow. Hangings. I mean, that's a pretty big
3: deal. Let's try that for two or three congressional terms. Hang Congress people who vote against the interests of the country. Would you be willing to be their judge, Jack? Would you uh, be (laughs) the
0: arbiter of who gets the hangings? Anyway, that's a troubling story. Yeah. We got this text about the whole Target thing that I wanted to get on before we get out of here, too. Target closing a bunch of stores because cities have turned so crappy they can't operate. Or is that the case? We got this text. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Read the Target closings. Is it possible because of all of Target's wokeness problems and dropped revenue that they've had to close some of their stores and are using this as an excuse that they're unsafe? Probably true also. But to cover the real story that a lot of people quit shopping with them. I remember in the early days of the, we're going to have trans bathing suits right inside the front door. There was, uh, remember how many billions of dollars were lost? I mean, it was crazy Mm -hmm. how much revenue they lost in those early weeks. Did that put them in a position where they had to close some stores? And obviously you close the ones that are the most expensive to operate because of all the theft. I don't know, might play a role.
3: Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, they had less revenue to paper over their losses. Uh, I would have to see those numbers again. Um the numbers uh, of or the you know the dollar figures what was lost in theft are pretty easily quantifiable and they're mind-blowing.
0: Uh, I'd actually forgotten that story which just, <laughs> there's so many things going on all the time. But that was amazing. You did that whole up with Trans T-shirts and you moved it from the clothing section to in front of the door, which I've never seen ever. That is yeah. so crazy. As yeah. a business
3: decision, look how woke we are. Wow, didn't help. No. I I don't think I don't think that's a huge factor. I mean, if you're familiar with crime statistics, that's, that's the crime is the thing. But
0: and one more thing that I want to throw in another one of the stories of the day is Trump being in trouble for overvaluing his businesses. Even the New York Post is saying this could be devastating to the former president. Now they're quoting Business Insider actually, that the Trump organization will lose its business certificates, preventing Trump from conducting business in New York State until the revocation is rescinded, if ever. Mm-hmm. Um he will not be able to do business at all in New York State if this holds. That's got to be. This 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 has probably got his attention more than the trial about the documents or Stormy Daniels or January 6th or any of this other stuff. He won't be able to do business in New York anymore? New York State? His company, right? His company?
3: Yeah. I, I don't know enough to know what happens
0: next. Yeah, Business Insider called this the corporate death penalty. Interesting, Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. Business Insider
3: is a liberal publication, but uh, I I don't know the significance of it. So do they have to divest everything? Does the state of New York come and bulldoze Trump Tower? Um, What about the holdings?
0: Well, they were throwing around fines yesterday on newscasts of like quarter of a billion dollars. Hmm. Or paying back money. So now I don't know if any of that's going to happen, but that would be... That'd be a big deal. I'll, like I said, I'll bet this has his attention more than any of this other court stuff.
4: You know you want a happy ending. I'm Jack and get these final. Oh,
1: and I got to oh. throw
0: this in. I got to throw this in again. Hey, what's with the timing of this? Trump has been who he is as a businessman for many, many, many decades. Now you're worried he's gonna be president again and all of a sudden all these court cases are coming. Somebody needs to explain that.
3: Yeah, there's no no doubt.
0: Here's so let's your host get some for final, final thoughts did. Joe Getty. I was waiting.
3: I was waiting. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew, Michelangelo lead us off, would you?
4: Today I'm just sitting back here shaking my head. We've got target closing stores due to crime because they can't they can't do business in cities and now we have uh, they've realized that we got to teach kids by sounding out words and going back to that. I'm just shaking my head at the world right now.
3: Yeah, I know. It's Katie Green, our esteemed newswoman, has a
4: final thought. Katie? You guys were talking about the connection between tobacco and junk food, and it brought me back to my days when I was a fat smoker and how easy it was to just go into the gas station and grab a pack of smokes and a bag of Doritos.
0: Wow. Wow. Uh, Jack, a final thought for us? Wall Street Journal had a snarky article yesterday that I thought was pretty funny. How much cash you should have in case of emergency. Hint, it's not $500,000. That was a shot at (laughs) Senator Menendez who said he had all that money just in case of an emergency. You know, you might need 500 grand in cash.
3: Are you suggesting you don't have gold bars in your closet?
0: Just in case of an emergency, you know? Lights go out or something.
3: Yeah, my final thought is I'm thinking the uh, 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 Travis Swift, K- K- Kelsitone, I can't remember what we're supposed to go. It's got two more days, two more days. Unless Taylor Swift shows up at Travis Kelsey's next game, then that's another three-day cycle.
0: This is going to wear me out fast. Armstrong and Getty yeah. wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday.
3: Go to armstrongandgetty.com. A lot of good clicks for you. be talking about the date
0: debate tomorrow. See
3: you then. Armstrong and Getty. How,
4: how many more hours am I doing this? We're
2: just going to keep
4: playing.
3: I, are you sure of that, dude? To me, that would be the reasonable, rational thing to do. Uh,
2: well,
4: don't smoke crack. That's ludicrous, right? I'm
3: so grotesque. You cannot talk to me that way. Pull stop. up. So let's go out with a bang. I'll tell you what. You got the old uh, whistling scrotum. You're going to win some bar bets. Huh?
0: I'll take that bet. $10 says you can't. <laughs>
3: On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty.